Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, October 10th. Tesla's base Model 3 and Model Y now have both cheaper starting prices than the average new car in the USA. Recently, Tesla decreased the prices of most of their lineup, including the Model 3 and Y, to make it more competitive. Back in 2018, the average new car sales price was about $38,000, but now it sits at $47,000 in the USA. Now, when you start adding it up and looking at the entire cost of ownership, electric vehicles, and especially Tesla, makes a pretty good financial choice, at least for those who can manage to afford it. The average car price doesn't necessarily reflect what the average person can afford. Nevertheless, this could open the eyes of more buyers who didn't consider electric vehicles before. When studies look into the main reasons of new car buyers not going electric, most of the time the price is generally the top reason. A giant new Tesla Megapack project with 300 megawatt hours of energy capacity has come online in Australia to help stabilize the grid and make better use of renewable energy. Last year, we reported on a new project called Riverina and Darlington Point Energy Storage Systems, which will consist of three clusters of battery packs located in the Murrumbridge Shire of Riverina region in New South Wales. Now, it was announced that the project connected the Tesla Megapack to the grid just now. They will use Tesla's energy management software, including the new Virtual Synchronous Generator mode, which basically mimics a fossil fuel peaker plant, and this to help stabilize the grid and make better use of the energy. A police escort convoy of Rivian R1S models was spotted leaving the Las Vegas Sphere after the band U2 played earlier in the week. We may see more high-profile venues and tour groups using electric vehicles, such as the Rivian R1S, as the charging infrastructure continues to spread across the country. For bands on tour, that is. Now, could Rivian's R1S give the Cadillac Escalade a run for its money as the favorite star-studded convoy car? Well, at least once, it has. Mercedes-Benz sold 10,423 electric vehicles in the third quarter. After EV sales soared 284% in the third quarter over last year, Mercedes electric vehicle sales are nearing 15% of total U.S. sales. In comparison, Ford, GM, and others are around 3-4%. Now, although Ford and GM both sold more electric vehicles than Mercedes did in their home market, the German automaker has a higher percentage of its total. Now, the next few quarters will be quite exciting to watch, as legacy automakers ramp up production to get their share of the growing EV market and trying to close the gap with Tesla. Trying being the operative word. Renault, or as the Americans would say, Renault, has announced that it is targeting November 1st of 2023 as the day that it will separate its new EV unit from the rest of the company. This as a first step to the initial public offering. Last year, Renault first debuted the idea of splitting off its EV business from its internal combustion business with a draw to bring in 10,000 new employees and a fresh new business model, quote, adapted to the specificities of electric vehicles and would be able to forage new partnerships in technologies and service. Now, the motivation behind the split is to, no surprise, add value to Renault's electric business and particularly to attract Tesla-like valuations while phasing out internal combustion sales in the coming years. Renault plans to go purely electric by 2030, and with the French government having a 15% stake in the company, 
there are definitely some crossing irons in this fire. The new unit will be called Ampere, spelled A-M-P-E-R-E. -E. A new electric pickup truck is set to roll out from Japanese automaker Isuzu. Remember them? Although no specs or other details were revealed, it's likely to be an electric version of the Isuzu D-MAX. Now, like the T90 EV, Isuzu will likely swap the gas engine for an electric motor and battery. The popular D-MAX is actually sold in over 100 countries and regions, including Asia, Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Central America, and South America. It's not likely that the truck will make its way to the United States, but for the European market, it could make a splash as pickups are not quite as prolific. In the UK, only one other pickup is currently on the market, the Maxxis T90 EV. In today's community comment found on YouTube, it seems that there are mixed feelings on the opinions of unions. Some point to the lessons of history, others accuse unions of making subpar workers. Personally, I don't really know where I stand. I don't really have an iron in this fire. I've never had a job that is even remotely unionized, so it's been a fairly distant idea for me personally. I think that in our modern age, unions don't serve the same purpose that they once did. However, the legal protections and status that they wield now helps ensure that it doesn't go down that pathway again. In a truly capitalist society, workers agree to the job and that's the end of it. But we don't have a purely capitalist society. That limited concept doesn't take into account the scale and burden that individuals have to pay when remaining or re-entering the job search. The employer can move out of town on a moment's notice, but many working class citizens don't have that luxury. Employers want to utilize low-skilled workers, which is fine, but those same low-skilled workers cannot defend themselves against threats from the company. At least, not all alone. I think that unions themselves are neither good or bad, but the leaders make them so. The real winners in these scenarios are the union officials who make their money and find their legitimacy in the spoils of conflict. But so goes the world, I suppose. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G. And I hope you have a great day.